I'm Janine Strong, and you're listening to Keeping It Real with Janine, your guide to living an authentic, healthy life podcast. My guest today is gifted empath, Carol May. Carol May was born with the ability to talk to the angels and people's soul. For almost 40 years, she has used her gift to assist others around the world to understand and accept their divine nature and soul purpose. Carol offers private sessions, classes, CDs, and Reiki training. Many years ago, she received her spirit name, Reva, Earth Goddess of Transformation. In 2007, her book, Working with Angels in Everyday Life, was published. I have it right here in front of me. And Archangel Metatron dubbed her Sacred Voice for the Light. Carol holds a BA degree in sociology and journalism. However, her job for the universe has always come first. These days, she's busy bringing in information to assist us in dreaming and creating a new earth. No wonder her business is called A New Perspective. Hi, Carol. How are you? (laughs) I'm just doing so great today, Janine. Thank you very much for that great intro and how marvelous it is that you're doing this, you know, keeping it real and sharing with people. I do my best. Yeah, it's it's just really fabulous. And just in keeping with, you know, what is going on in the world and um, to uh, assist everyone in just feeling my energy a little more, I wanted to say out loud that when I first started um, doing uh, the work that I do, I had uh, visitations with lots of angels anyway. We had an agreement that any time that I'm going to talk or share, first I go to the center of my being where it's just me and the universe. So the energy is really pure. And then we set up a figure eights of light between myself and whoever I'm talking with, with a, a violet flame, a beautiful violet actually fleur de lis in the center mm. so that each of us is held in in one of the you know circles of the eight and we're held heart to heart and soul to soul the great thing about that fleur de lis is that it it processes the energy as it goes back and forth so we can talk about whatever we can feel whatever we can do whatever and still stay centered in our own grace in our own light, Mm -hmm. in our own knowing, our own inherent wisdom. And it gives a blessing as well, you know, to everybody involved. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's beautiful. Yeah. Just saying out loud, gratitude to the angels and a reminder to all of us how we're, we're a team, you know, we're never alone. This marvelous (laughs) experience of the pandemic uh, is really giving us so many examples of of how we strengthen our connectedness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that is a universal truth that mediums, psychics, empaths, gifted gifted people who uh, are able to communicate on the other side of the veil, if you will, uh, they say mm-hmm. always say the same thing that we are not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that the angelic what what I love about my little book, Working with Angels in Everyday Life, 
is that the beings, you know, they introduce themselves and they talk about what their job is and and the things that they love and how we can be, you know, in contact. And throughout the years, because uh, the book came out in 07, but I've been doing this work, see, since the 70s, actually. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, as a teeny weeny baby, the angels appeared to me as as little spots of color. And so I learned so much, even when I was, you know, truly, really, really young, uh, just about um, the normalcy of color and sound and singing and jewelry. And uh, it feels like the beings communicate a lot uh, in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, you can and, and we all have we have such an impact on one another and it's great to know we're not in this alone, that we're a team. You know, we're working on uh, expanding consciousness for humanity and in a body. And the angels are, are working on that same thing, you know, without a physical body. They're working just in their light body. And so the um, it, it feels like to me that messages from the angels and and knowing um, mm, uh, ways to um, um, continue to know we're safe, even if we're scared, even if we're busy, even if we're, you know, things outside are crazy, to remember how safe we are, how connected we actually are to spirit, to the angels, to the other dimensions, to whatever your experience of God or source or the universe you know we don't want to get hung up in words do we but um mm-hmm. yeah especially at this particular time everything seems it seems like all of the polar opposites are really showing themselves you know yes. i was talking about how we're wearing masks on the outer and it's giving us a chance to begin to dissolve to consciously realize and then also dissolve the subconscious and unconscious masks that we've worn on the inside for a long time, you know, in, including the, the renewal of passion uh, around justice that's going on. It's mm-hmm. just extra- extraordinary. And, and it even feels like, you know, social distancing. We're having to be apart. And yet, look what's happening. Getting in touch with how connected we are and, and remembering what's valuable, you know, how much we value people. And this is the greatest thing I've seen, actually, I think. It's a deepening that's happening where we're because we can't go outside. So we go inside, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That's okay. where the power is, the light, the freedom, the everything that we're seeking, our inherent wisdom, all of that deep inside. So there, there's so much good and excellent understanding that's coming out of all of this. I just always hear from the angels to encourage everyone, please keep your heart light high, you know, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's, it it does seem like it's you know this is this is the perfect time to to go inside but i can also imagine that you know if you're not sure uh, if you're going to be able to pay your rent or uh, right. or yeah. or you know or. have money for food or whatever that it it would be be a challenge to absolutely you know, absolutely 
And and so what do we always do? What is the truth, you know, about humanity? To we're, we're here to give and receive, to learn and grow, to give and receive to one another. And so if the, the people, it just seems like to me that this is actually a, a very karmic experience where all it's global, you know, it touches every single human on the planet in such different ways. Mm-hmm. And so some people are taking care of karma. Some people are actually f- fulfilling their destiny, uh, leaving the planet. And, and actually, uh, most of those that I've been in touch with, their soul at the soul level, they, they're really uh, old uh, shapeshifters and their their job is about helping shift conscious awareness for humanity. So there's huge purpose in a lot of things. But okay, some people are having that experience of going, okay, I cannot feed my children. What are we doing? So you you reach out and you ask for help and you learn all the lessons around receiving. And you take a look at what you have to offer and what all of this means. There's no um, boy, it's it's hard to deal with, isn't it? There's no excuse in this country for even one single person going hungry. And so, you know, it's a time to share, to even things out. But for people who are having trouble, there's two things that are probably really true. And one is all of our receiving, our receptors that we all carry and whatever might be blocking receiving. If we need to learn lessons of ego or lessons about receiving or lessons around pride and blah, 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 all of those things, yada, 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 (laughs) is the kind of ongoing, you know, cosmic joke. But um, learning about receiving, it's one of the most powerful things. Giving and receiving are folds of the same cloth. So when you give, you're receiving right back. And vice versa, when you receive, you are giving the other people an opportunity. And it's it's also a truth. This is one. This is at a larger picture, of course. There are a lot of structures, emotional structures, mental structures, constitutional structures, political, blah, blah, blah. You name it. You know, education, how we treat air quality. I mean, wow, we could talk for 14 hours about what actually needs destroying mm. so it can be rebuilt. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not about anarchy or anything. I'm just saying there are some, uh, you know, situations around housing, around food, around money, around working uh, 60 hours a week, around not having enough pay to live on, you know, and so many things are going to become disabled and destroyed. And the whole point of it is, so we'll listen, so we'll pay attention, so we can refresh and regenerate and restructure and actually quote unquote, I I call it, of course, dreaming in the new earth, but it's actually about choice, making new choices, thinking in a different way, finding heart-centered response. That's what Mm. we're looking for, is the heart-centered response rather than an ego-centered or a money-centered or or a power-centered type of response to life. Mm -hmm. I think you hit the nail on the head there, Carol, you know, a heart-centered response. I think that's really important. 
Mm-hmm. And you, you get it. There's, we, we want to find that inside of ourselves and hold it for others. Do you know, we want that heart centered response coming from us and, and coming to us. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean about asking for help. There's no, you know, golly, it's, it's not a negative. It's not, it doesn't mean anything about being weak or sad or any of those things to ask for help, whether you're asking for, you know, a box of cereal to eat or whether you're asking for a hug or an idea, some support, somebody to just say, you are fabulous. You know, <laughs> today's birthday. And so the great thing about that is I I get to be so celebrated mm-hmm. and it makes me wish my birthday was every single day. And for all of us, you know, <laughs> how great it is to be celebrated and to go. I love birthdays because I think it's so powerful to be alive at this time. And the request is that we slow down and even stop and listen inside and feel what is real in this moment. Listen to you. You know what you're doing, keeping it real in the moment. You know, who are you? What do you need? What What is the highest thing we can do in this moment and then this moment and then this moment? One moment, it'll be eat ice cream. Another moment, it'll be send a prayer. Another moment, give somebody some money. Another moment, go go out and protest. Do you understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To come into an actual existence that is uh, going towards our happiness and going towards our contentment, going towards a life worth living, you know, instead of rush, rush, rush or whatever, Mm -hmm. Uh, it just feels like as we're we're shifting how we think and how we respond, we we get to be even more at choice than ever before. And what I can tell you, the, the messages that I keep getting from the beings, they're assisting us in taking a look at whatever's on automatic for us so we can make new choices and shift and repattern our own self. Mm -hmm. And part of what it's about is being able to appreciate the past and internalize, you know, whatever belongs to us. Uh, But it's a little like if we were, say we were all packing to go to outer space and you would have to choose a few things to take with you and leave everything else behind. When we're talking about going into the future and creating the future, there's a lot of old habits, patterns, thoughts, beliefs, and addictions, connectedness that in truth doesn't serve us anymore. And so we're being given lots of opportunities and so much help from the angels and all the beings. Here's one of the things I love so much. If you go in and read my darling little book, you'll meet some angels that don't get talked about very much. And they're called the project angels. Oh, who are they? (laughs) Yeah, I adore them so much. And I see everything, you know, in colors usually. They show up in colors. And so the project angels, they're they're really tall, tall beings. They're, They're usually this striking blue. There's always two, at least, that come and stand on either side. And what they do when you get a new idea or you're working on a project or you want to create a new business or you want to dream your future in, 
the project angels will stand right by you and just literally, quote unquote, feed you energy and help keep you energized and interested. Because most of the time on planet Earth, there's a big difference, uh, or sometimes anyway, between when we desire something, when we want something, when we say out loud, okay, ooh, I'd love to have, you know, a, a silk scarf business. And then we take all the steps necessary and then we run into a block here or block there or somebody takes longer than we think. And then we get disappointed, you know, or we get tired or we get whatever, whatever. And so that that time frame between when we start something and when we receive it, when we achieve it, that's a really, quote unquote, dangerous time. Because the tendency is to lose energy, lose steam. And so the project angels, they're really their task in, in our lives is to help keep us energized, excited, keep us juicy mm-hmm. around whatever we're wanting to create. I love them so much. We all have, you know, our guardian angels who see about us and we all have an alive team that helps us move forward. We all have beings who show up and help us. Everybody had whatever house you live in. There's a house deva. Deva is just another word for angel, you know. And so there's always an angel overseeing every house. I claimed one for my car. That's how come I named my car. (laughs) Because I think there's, you know, awareness there. There's spirit there in everything, you know. But um, so now do we do we have to ask them to come in and help or do they just come in and help anyway? Mm, A lot of times they'll come in and they're at least present. Uh, I was thinking about that because there's so many beings who are just, you know, there. It's much more on this planet where we're this is a free will choice place. So and that happens to be a really big deal here that we're at choice. So it's much more powerful when you go inside, you know, and you're making a choice. Uh, I want to ask for help uh, with the angels. I know I'm part of a team or or you sing to them, or you sing. Just look how how joyful you might feel when you sing, or what it's like to sit out in the mornings and have a cup of coffee or tea and and listen to the birds. Mm-hmm. You know, with all of the communication from the other dimensions that comes through this dimension. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we get in touch. You know, the beings from the other side, our loved ones who have traveled to the other side, will contact us, you know, through uh, the angels, through the birds, through nature, through sunrise, all, all sorts of, wherever, whenever you're in touch with beauty, you know, joy, mm-hmm. uh, the absolute most yummy uh, energies that we have on this planet, mm-hmm. uh, you're actually tuning in to the vibration the energetic, the sound of the angels. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you something really, I think, important too. A whole new team, uh, since the um, COVID-19 virus came in, Mm -hmm. as major, major transformer on this planet, Mm -hmm. um, there's a whole new squad of beings. They call themselves Ambrosia Mm. because it's ambrosia. You ever had ambrosia? You know, it's a... Mm -hmm. 
it's a southern dish, so a lot of people might not know what it is, but you know what the word means because it's really about delight. Mm-hmm. And these angels, there's, there's 2,200 of them mm. who, uh, yes, came in to very specifically help us stay, you know, keep our heart light high, to be able to remember that we're safe in, you know, build build your your trust, your faith, your your uh, your sense of connectedness to source inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no matter what's going on outside, you can come back to your center. You can always, you're always safe. You always have, you know, lots of beings close by. And there's birthday angels who bring us gifts on our birthday. There's at least always three deathing angels. Mm-hmm. Nobody dies alone. I just want to remind you, nobody dies alone. There's always at least three and beautiful angelic beings who escort everyone to the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a, a lot of people... Uh, Truly, they, they, they mainly fulfill their destiny or their planetary job. They do their planetary job through their deathing as much as through how they lived their life. Mm-hmm. How so? Well, I'll start thinking about, oh, gosh, I had a friend one time who, who left the planet with AIDS. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, in the 80s or whenever that was, the virus that, you know, got us by the neck. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I tuned in, you know, to the other side, of course, he was celebrating with all of his soul <laughs> friends. On the other side. They were glad he was back, you know, on that side. I was sorry he was gone on this side. They were happy. he. So that gave me a really different perspective, you know, about the dimensions. But my point was that dying that way, rather than, I don't know, just a heart attack or, or, or just dying in his sleep, it affected so many people. And and so you think about uh, uh, even, you know, this this guy that we're, everybody is now paying attention and and we're doing protests worldwide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And going through that horrendous death has inspired and uh, affected, do you know, so many people, so much energy. It's it's like an uprising of passion for justice and a sense that the time is now to make change. We we have to not just, you know, my generation has sort of held like since the 60s, we've held the concept of change. Mm-hmm. And we protested mm-hmm. and we did this and that, you know. Yes, I remember <laughs> this morning I was saying to Stephen, you know, it, it seems like we haven't come as far as I, I would have hoped. We would have hoped, of course. And so that's okay. It seems to be how uh, sort of the mass consciousness of humans learns, you know, two steps forward and one step back. Hmm. And we, we see what I mean about this being a rote, habituated planet. We do things over and over. In order to learn your ABCs, you say two times two is four thousand times, and then you got it. And when you're learning to make biscuits, you practice a bunch of times. And so, it's it's probably a good idea if we can just view this, take a perspective that that 
okay, the 60s was practice and we're practicing again. But it's with a generation. It's sort of with the action generation, do you know? Now we have 12-year-old girls talking to Congress about air quality. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we've got some, we're going to get some action. And besides, this particular uh, virus and this particular research of passion is, they're all, it's coming together. We were sort of at a tipping point. This is how the angels describe it, that we were at a tipping point. You know, mm-hmm. there's an agreement out, out in the universe that the earth won't be destroyed. We we will not be destroyed another time, like Atlantis or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's an agreement that is really huge. It goes through all the dimensions. And yet this experience we're having now, both both experiences, is touching every single human on the planet. You you have to be dead not to be touched by this, don't you? Mm-hmm. So it's it's very profound. Mm-hmm. It's um Probably, hopefully, will never come again because it won't have to come again. We'll stand up and care. We'll kneel down and 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 do it together. We'll give food to each other. We'll redistribute the wealth. We'll pay attention to the planet. We'll make sure the air is okay no matter what. We'll bring, you know, manufacturing back to our own country. We'll we'll be proud of who we are. We'll listen. Will take time. See what I mean? The mm-hmm. big spiritual message seems to be pay attention. Let's listen. Let's bring our energy in and settle in a little bit. Pay attention and then see what is your job? What is your dream? You know, when, when Metatron started calling me sacred voice for the light, mm-hmm. it was because, you know, all of us have have a voice. We all have a soul. And that soul has a sound. The sound of our soul is generally, you can hear it in our voice and what we express, how we express, you know, do we laugh? Do we cry? Do we sing? Do we share? Do we care? Do we express? Are we compassionate? That's, that's where the sound of our soul actually shows up. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just, it's felt like to me, my job has been you know, first since the 70s to uh, attune people to their soul, to the habit, to the the way of thinking, to make it a, a normal response, to listen to your spirit, to honor your spirit, and to live your life by uh, the tenets of the spirit, you know, of being kind to one another, the golden rule and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I know you're right. It, it is scary. So, how do we do that in big business? How do we do that, you know, when the mortgage is due and the mortgage company doesn't care? Mm. It doesn't care about people. Well, you see what they're saying. Uh, that is sad. That is bad. And we need to change it. Something has to change. And the more that we infuse and insist and demonstrate what that looks like, then the more likely it will be to to become normalized in, you know, mass consciousness, in business, in politics, everywhere. You know, it's just like, think about how, I don't know, 20 years ago, 
only the Lala people or the woo people <laughs> knew about crystals, you know, and now they're mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, you know, people didn't know about angels or want to talk about angels 20 years ago too much. And so now it's kind of mainstream. Mm-hmm. You can find bunches of people who draw angels and sing angelically and channel them and on and on. And so you notice that a lot of times the way we get spiritual information into mainstream or mass consciousness, it goes through the business realm. It it gets linked into money, doesn't it? And that's Mm -hmm. how it works. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the olden days, when they had spiritual information they wanted to preserve, they put it they they put it into paintings and music and tarot cards. That's where tarot cards even come from. In the dark ages, when we needed to preserve messages, it was painted in code mm-hmm. into the you know tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And you know almost anything that you're you're going to talk about that's kind of scary to a lot of people, and and they think is you know anti you know religious or something whether it's astrology or Reiki or crystals or tarot cards, it's all just tools. It's just help from the universe. It's just a different sound of somebody's soul. It's just communication from God, kind of like the electrical jolt of lightning is like this message. Okay, wake up, pay attention, you know, see my beauty. See the power of the beauty. There's lots of ways, lots of, uh, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How we respond to life, the response to life and the way we think about creating life. That's probably what's up for the biggest change right now. It'll look like businesses and relating and going out to eat and all of those things are the biggest change, but the opportunity for what's up underneath all of that, that's where it's just so great to feel our connection to source, to know that there's, we've all got lots of angels coming in to assist us, mm-hmm. whether it's the, this new group or your individual angels, the archangels knowing that you can call on them, feel their energy, receive messages. And just one of the things that happens in a lot of my meditations uh, that I offer, it's as if we get to hold hands through the dimensions uh, with the angels. Mm. You know, it's this communion of knowing that there's this connection that Archangel Michael and Metatron and the Christ and Mother Mary and, you know, Merlin, even a lot of the different beings who haven't been on the earth for a while, St. Germain, they, they want to be with us. They want to know us. They want us to know them. You know, when you're working as a team, you have to think about it, that we learn and grow sometimes fast. Usually when death is involved, we learn very quickly as humans. Uh, that's when people pay the most attention when there's, you know, death is involved. Mm-hmm. And so the universe doesn't, I don't think it necessarily likes to always play the death card, but you notice we were at a tipping point and, and about to go under as a humanity, you know, Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. what we're going through right now is 
bad, sad, glad, powerful, yummy, delicious, horrible, like we said, depending on where you're at and how it's going. And especially, let me just talk for one second about the karma of things. Mm, Okay. If we're pretty clear that, say, in past lives, you know, uh, when there was trouble or a pandemic or something like this, we responded negatively and ran away or or hurt everybody or I don't know, we might have committed suicide or whatever. Then we're going through this. You're alive right now today. If if you're in direct contact with the COVID in any way, mm-hmm. or in a big way especially, mm-hmm. it's likely this is like a, a do-over, a, a chance for you to be in a situation like this and make a different choice this time than you did before. That's why the energy around choice is really important right now. Mm-hmm. So if you can make the most conscious, highest choices, if you can, you know, look at all the people who are making masks and sharing it and little kids, you go, how does a little, you know, eight year old kid know to sell lemonade and use the money to, to make masks and give them away? <laughs> how does an eight year old kid know that? Well, this is not just an eight year old kid. This is a really old soul in an eight year old body. Mm who remembers and who knows what is needed already. They're they're eight and they know. Mm -hmm. Yay. I just get so excited about stuff like that because their response to life is, is already so high inside of them and they're only eight years old, you know? Right. I can't wait to see what they do at 25. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. How, how can we, how can people, Okay, say you're going through maybe you know a difficult time and and you're you're feeling maybe a little depressed or weary or or whatever. What do the angels say is is the best way to really connect with them so that they can help you. You know, in the moment. Yeah. Very first step for almost anything is is to go to the center of your own self, your own being. How how would you do that? Yeah, I would take a breath. I would sit still. I would say out loud, I stand in the center of my being. And you just let yourself go there. Or you do it, you say it 10 times until it calms you down. A lot of people, if if that is too far out, literally uh, say the Lord's Prayer about 10 times. Uh, turn all the lights in the house on, do affirmations, sing. You know, it's really hard to be depressed or scared when you're singing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Most people will tell you, call up somebody and share, say what you need, say it out loud, find things on, there's so much online that you can do, that you can tune into. Uh, so the, this boy, if you're going to be sad and depressed, this sure is an expert time to do it. Mm-hmm. There's so much out there that's accessible. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about tuning into the angels, they they really love they love singing. They mm-hmm. love flowers. They love crystals. They love the joyful vibration. What what brings you joy? So and some people might say, oh yeah, see, listening to the birds sing petting my dog, um, 
having somebody tell me I'm beautiful, you know, whatever. It, it is an important time to find out what do you value? What do you value? And whatever you value, talk to that, be with that, enjoy that, uh, reach out to that, call out to whatever your understanding is. And honestly, there are a lot of a number of angels. We just sort of call them utility beings because, <laughs> you know, it's like 911 and you just you just call out to them and then they put you in touch with whoever. If one of your guides, well, you see, none of us. First of all, let me say this. We never come to this planet. No soul comes to the planet without, you know, a team of beings coming with them or being present to help them. We never come with fewer than six soulmates because what if we only have one and they die before we meet them? Oh, how horrible. We would be so lonely here. And so we we actually, we're very well prepared when we come to the planet, believe it or not. We come by choice. We come by invitation from source. If you imagine sitting on God's lap before you were born and going, okay, pops, I'm going down. I'm going down to the planet. What shall I do? What do you want me to do? You know, we all have a soul purpose, an assignment. We all have an essence. And tuning into that, saying hello to it, finding a good meditation group that you like, Try out 10 if you need to before you find what you love. Mm-hmm. I offer guided imagery meditations. Mm-hmm. So so we have magical experiences going inside, you know, an ice cave in Iceland and tuning into all the little fairy beings who are bringing us gifts. You know, I love I love light and color and sound and magic. So I'm going to go to those things. That's what I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people love the out of doors. You love your chickens. Mm-hmm. You know, you you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, my niece and some of my family, they live right smack in the middle of a forest. How lucky. Mm. Go hug a tree. And I know it's hard these days because the big thing that's important for us right now, like I was saying, is to go explore inside. So meditation is great. But to tell you the truth, finding a good drumming CD and getting up and moving around and just letting yourself self go crazy, go wild and move around and shake is good for you too. Mm-hmm. Because what we're doing is stirring up our juice, our life force. And you realize that the true, the true meaning of spirit and our connection to source our, our, is our life force. It's on the breath. So you can never go wrong by stopping and just breathing. Mm-hmm. 22 conscious connected breaths. And it might sound simple or you might be impatient and go, oh, please, that's not going to do anything. But I promise you, and I never make promises. <laughs> you know, I don't do guarantees because there aren't any in this world. But I, I just as close as I could come to a guarantee would be how powerful it is just to listen to your own breath, feel your breath, let that cute stomach just poke out and get your, get your chest expanded. Take deep breath, listen to the sound of your own breath mm-hmm. moving through your body. And it's, it's calming, it's centering. And like I said, 
singing, meditating, um, go for a walk, be in nature when you can, tune in to things like this, you know, blogs, listen. And because there's probably so much on what is it called? YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, you know, music, sound. We, we have so many tools, really, just right there at our fingertips. Yeah, no, it's true. You know what I've mm-hmm. been doing lately is um, just a few minutes at a time, because I know it is so important to keep moving and not not sit for too long. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, you just you got to get your energy moving um, is hula hoop. I have. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. When I lived in Portland, I got into hula hooping and I, I made a bunch and I gave them to my friends for gifts and stuff. And I still have a bunch. So I've got them, you know, in different places. And, and I'll just, even if it's just for a few minutes, just it really gets things moving. And I feel like maybe my waist will start going down a little bit again. And <laughs> yeah, oh, cute. you know, and to me, the other great thing about that, besides, you know, the movement, because you're so right. It really tunes us into gentler times and to being a kid mm-hmm. and to the 50s or whatever, when the hula hoops were real popular. And that's a real powerful thing, isn't it? To mm-hmm. to go back to gentler times and, and just feel it, whatever we've ever experienced. And then there's mm-hmm. that feeling is inside. And then we can tune into that and we can build on that. Don't forget the power that we have to magnify, you know, this, we're very magnetic beings, very magical. And Mm. truly the planet is run on the energy of desire. And so staying tuned into what is nurturing to you and nourishing, if it, you know, no matter what the beliefs are, oh, women should get nourished by, you know, cooking dinner. Well, hey, <laughs> that might not, yeah, not, that might not nourish you at all, you know. So what does nourish you? You know, talking to the moon, uh, brushing your hair, uh, having somebody hold your hand, uh, whatever, you know, change your oil for you. Uh, I remind people all the time about the five love languages and just Finding out, being really clear uh, and claiming what nourishes you and nurtures you. I think those are they're possibly two different things, but they're both really important, you know, to be nourished and nurtured. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The five, I forgot about the five love languages. I, mm-hmm. I read that quite a while ago, but that, that is important because some people it's, it's uh, let's see, do you, do you remember what they are? Uh, well, I know gifts are one. Um, right. Words of praise or encouragement, acts, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, you know, changing my oil, acts of service. Mm-hmm. Doing something. <laughs> uh, what the heck are the other two? I love them all. So, so I'm not yeah, sure. So it's, so for people who haven't, haven't heard about the five, five love languages, I think it's called, mm-hmm. um, it, it, there are different ways that we feel nurtured or cared for. And loved, yeah. And so if you know uh, how the, the people that you're close to, what works for them, you can make a conscious choice to, yep. to do those things That's for them. Right. And then also for them to do that for you. Um, because for someone, it may mean saying how much you care about them and that you love them. But maybe for you, that doesn't, you don't really care that much about that. Maybe it's more physical contact. Right. Spending um, time. Yeah. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. knowing that you can, you can help each other feel nurtured and, and cared for. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I can't remember the name of the guy who wrote that, but 
I think was a minister and he was trying to help couples, you know, figure mm-hmm. out how, how to communicate. And it just turned out to be such a powerful tool. Then we, we all get to use it, which is so wonderful. Yeah. I, I think if somebody's interested, if they just do a search on the five love languages or five languages of love, they'll find yeah. it. Yeah, they will. That's right. That's true. Do you have, oh, I know. I was going to, I know what I wanted to ask now. Um, good. It, this is a, such a good time to, I can imagine for people to be in a place of, what am I here for? You know, what is my purpose? I don't want to leave without, you know, doing what I came here to do. Is that something that like a session with you that you can in connecting with the angels and that you can help people? Yeah, you, you have to remember that when I do private sessions, they're actually my work is called soul attunement. And okay, and so yeah, I, that's exactly what we take a look at. The all, all the beings uh, set it up so that we're really clear where I'm only talking to just that soul, and then we can go in and ask almost anything and talk to beings on the other side, talk to the angels, talk to your soul, and take a look at your history as a soul, what you're doing here. Uh, are you in the right place? I don't really do predictions. Uh, because that's something different, you know. I'm an empath, and so what is an empath? Yeah, what's an way? empath? Yeah, it's it's like um, a living, breathing antenna. So <laughs> I can, yeah, I can hear. And that must have its pluses and minuses. Uh, it is true. It is true. I, I had to set some some boundaries. You know, I don't look in on people without permission, and you know, the monetary exchange of energy and all that stuff. I don't. And when I was little, I could hear people's thoughts. And uh, I sat down with God one day. I was only about eight years old and said, here's the scoop. I don't want to hear people's <laughs> thoughts. I appreciate this gift. I don't want to hear people's thoughts. And I don't want to know when somebody's going to die. That's that's too much for me. It's too heavy a burden to carry. And mm-hmm. it, it took about two or three weeks. But the universe listened to me. Thank you, God. <laughs> and so I don't I don't do those two things anymore. Yay. But what I I do know how to do is just take a breath and step into the other dimensions. It's normal to me, apparently, as an empath. Mm-hmm. And so then I can hear the vibrational sound. And I'm a Gemini. You know, I, I put it into words. That's my gift is to uh, bring it into the third dimension, uh, interpret it. Uh, at, at least at some level, what that means. You know, did you come in and bring light? Did you did you say you you'd help bring in beauty? Are you here to you know bring in justice? Are you carrying the vibration of um, of grief and sorrow? Did you come in as a planetary healer? And we have so much misunderstanding about purpose and life. Everybody wants to have a really big job. And it's so important to get it. Just to say out loud, a couple things I've learned over the years, it's way more important that it's you who's doing something than what it is you're doing. You know, you can be standing there washing dishes and if you're you're radiating your light and giving blessings in your mind to everybody, then you're, you're being a, a world teacher standing there washing dishes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's way more important for you to get it 
how valuable you are to be here. And and that every breath you take, every action, reaction, you know, you're being you. You're radiating who you are. Whether you're laughing, crying, and talking about football, you know, ranting and raving about red lights, it you're still doing your planetary job. You're radiating your energy on every breath. So I'm telling you, every breath we take is powerful. But we don't always stay aware of that. And how how do you stay aware of it without being an ear, you know, an egotistical lala? You know, this is about love. This is about loving our energy and loving being alive and loving that we're connected and and caring about the big picture and we're in it together and on and on. You, you understand? It's about tolerance mm-hmm. and compassion and all sorts of things like that. But, you know, in a session, people ask questions, like you said, about what am I doing here? And planetary purpose often comes in. Soul name comes in. Meeting your angels can come in. Some people work once a year. They get their birthday session. They get their birthday gifts, sorry, from the birthday (laughs) angels. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. uh, I don't even know how long ago it was, maybe 10 or 20 years. I don't know. These gorgeous, like living, breathing rainbow angels came forward and started talking to me and said, we've, we've, they're the original healing angels on the planet. And they agreed to be the birthday angels because they wanted people to know you're connected, you're valuable. Uh, you've been in a review, you know, the 52 days before your birthday, you're reviewing the 52 weeks since your last birthday energetically on the inner and there are spiritual gifts coming in for your year. We want you to know that we're glad you're alive. We want to give gratitude to the mother who brought you in, who who gave you a taxi cab ride from one dimension <laughs> to another, you know, and got you here. No matter what else your mother has done with you or for you or against you, she, she got you here, didn't she? So it's a time for celebration. Anyway, and so these marvelous birthday angels, like I said, if you could imagine a, a rainbow in the form of an angel walking towards you. Mm, must be incredible. I just love it. I just love birthday angels and birthday readings. But anyway, so you can get your gifts for the year and talk about that. And uh, or, or sometimes uh, people, they're just going through a lot like... Um, What's my karmic relationship or, or with the virus or, you know, I, I have, why do I automatically hate my Uncle Joe? You know, when we go look at past lives or we clear that up, there's a, there's a group of beings, wonderful beings uh, that I call the karmic board. And they help us with clearing out past life memories from our, our body. You know, it's like I was talking about a few minutes ago. Whatever happened in any past life that's influencing us, mm-hmm. like I said, you automatically just hated this person on site or something. Most of that has a meaning. It's because of a memory, an experience, something that's being held in your body that's impacting you. And almost every time when you start to feel it or it bothers you or you want to get it cleared, it's because <laughs> it's time. It's time to release the past life. Uh, heal the energy and and you're getting a chance to do things differently 
you know, say we you're so miserable in your relationship and we find out you had a past life. You were in a triangle with this person and another person. And it just it was horrible. And you shot them both. You know, uh, and in this lifetime, you might have thought about doing that again. <laughs> but here's the good news. You didn't kill anybody this time. See, you're doing it differently. You're crying, you're screaming, you're mad, you have a session, you're, you know, writing it all down and burning it. You're, you're using some other, you're, you're making a different choice. So then we can clear that past life memory. We can check that off your list. Uh, the, main, the main thing the karmic board actually can do is clear your Akashic records, mm. the book of life mm -hmm. that records every second of every second of your existence throughout time and space. And we want to update that and clear it. Make sure the Akashic records know you're done with this type of experience. No more, you know, triangles. No more killing people. No more blah, blah, blah. Dealing with that. Okay. That's why it's really powerful. I mean, some of the things that happen in session, uh, the results can be unbelievable because you know, take, for instance, the power of forgiveness and because uh, it sounds like just such a simple word. But do you know that the angels have brought forward about eight different types of forgiveness? We used yeah, to, yeah we used to always work with liquid silver, okay. uh, forgiveness energy. And then they brought in, you know, liquid green because that carries forgiveness and healing. And then they brought in liquid blue that carries forgiveness and the energy of peace. Do you see what I'm saying? And not too long ago, they brought forward uh, a liquid gold. And that, that gold vibration is sort of what I would call earth love. Because there's a lot of things on this earth that are hard for us to stomach. There's a lot of cruelty here, mm, a lot of suffering here. You know, we know there's a lot of beauty and art and creativity and yummy and love and whatever, but there's also really a lot of suffering, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. And we're all here. We, we chose to come here. This is the best school in the galaxy for learning <laughs> and growing. Yeah. Because of those seeming opposites, those polar opposites. And we have to face everything and we have to do battle with it. And we learn our lessons and we grow and and we love and, you know, we have all the good stuff happen as well as bad. And so this liquid gold forgiveness energy, it carries a really centered, tough love energy, an earth love where we love yeah. being here. We love facing things. We're going to get through it together and I forgive you for your momentary being a little, a little butt, <laughs> being a meanie or whatever, because mm -hmm. you were tired, because you were scared, because you were this, because you were that. So what it does, this forgiveness energy includes an understanding of what being a human is about. And mm -hmm. if it's OK, I just want to say out loud, one of the main things about being a human when we're on the other side, <clears throat> just think about this. You're in your light body on the other side. And manly, what you feel is bliss you know, and happiness, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. And when you get down, the minute you jump your little soul into a 
body, a physical body in the third dimension, right? Mm -hmm. Then guess what happens? We feel everything. Good, bad, lonely, angry, high, you know, down, up. We feel everything. Mm -hmm. And so think about that. We've been led around by a lot what we think. And what's happening now is we're also really healing, feeling beings. We, we haven't sort of wanted to face the feelings. They're hard. Feelings are hard. You know, what do you do with all this anger? How do you express it? Okay, killing somebody is something we've done for a thousand years, five thousand years. And that's not what we want to keep doing. We don't right. want to keep doing that way. So what else can we do with those energies and those feelings? And one of the first things to realize is that we do have choice about that. We might not have choice about what we feel, but we probably do have choice of around how long. I've been having connection problems that I didn't used to have. Um, let's see here. Do I need to call you back? Because I'm not getting anything. Because oh, I'm here. Oh, I can, there you are. I can okay, hear you. I can hear back. you. God, that's so weird. Okay, good, good. Um, okay so you yeah. heard what I said. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, what was the last thing? Because I, I had it, well, then it left me. Yeah, no, the point was... We can't, we can't actually control, you know, what happens or how we feel. Mm -hmm. But what we do have choice about is how long we're going to feel it until we choose to feel something else. Mm. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Feel peaceful inside and understanding. I'd rather feel compassion. I'd rather feel blah, blah, blah. So getting in tune with what we'd rather feel and making that choice, that is where we have, that's where we're powerful. That's where we're at choice, darling. Mm -hmm. If somebody is feeling like, oh, I really want a reading, how can people connect with you? And, you know, how do you schedule your, do you call it a reading or a session or a? Yeah, whatever. I call it any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is probably to text me or, you know, go to my website, look around a little, even though a lot of the stuff's out of date, it's still true, you know. Okay. What is your website? Uh, the website is. Uh, all one word, the goddess tree dot net. The goddess tree dot net. The goddess tree, yes. It used to be lotusgrid.com and that got hacked. So it is T H E G O D D E S S T R E E, the goddess tree dot net. Okay. Or you can text me on my phone or you can email me. And what I can say is sessions last for an hour. Mm -hmm. I always record on teleconference if the person's interested or they can record. And I do that because when we're in a session, it, it sounds like my voice, but it's actually your soul speaking to you through the dimensions. And a lot of times it'll sound like I'm just blathering on and on, but the beings are sending you energy through the words. They use the words to get information, energy, blessings, light, healing, whatever you need. It starts coming in uh, into your physical body, into the third dimension. They're just using a, a third dimensional person, me, to transmit, do you know, to, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a transmit, uh, to get that 
energy and information in healing, whatever needs healing, whatever we're afraid of. Some people have sessions every week as like higher self, you know, as if they're having a, a weekly session with their higher self, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It depends on, on what the, serves the person the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually, you can book a session online, actually, at my website. Uh, or be in touch with me personally. And I just like, I've worked for 40 years now by word of mouth. And so I'm always in touch with the friends of my friends. So (laughs) I love for them, if they're going to contact me, I want them to say, hey, I heard you on Janine, you know, Mm -hmm. so that I know they're one of my soul friends and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, we haven't had a session in a long time as we're talking. I'm thinking, okay, I think it's, it feels like it's time for another one. <laughs> it's been 10 years or so. Don't you love reconnecting? It's so yes. powerful. I just love it. That's yeah. one of the things that I love about doing this podcast is reconnecting with people and connecting with new people. Mm-hmm. It's part of what makes being on the planet great for me. <laughs> There you go. It is, you know, like, yeah, part really, of Really, after every conversation I have, I walk away feeling just joyful and uplifted for the rest of the day. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. I know I recommend to people all the time, all the good stuff that happens to you, take a deep breath, allow it to get anchored inside of you. So everything that you received and connected with and felt today gets integrated and you take it in, you use it tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. you it, it shows up, it radiates out through whatever joke you're going to tell or whoever you're going to yell at or whoever you're going to give kisses to or whoever you're going to think about mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. bring grace. So you're doing it on a double level. You know, you do it in person, a one-to-one on the blogs, and then you do it again you know, by radiating it through your intention, your auric field, your mm-hmm. beauty, your laugh, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Sometimes I just get bogged down in negativity and, you know, I just, I have to, I catch myself and then I have to make a shift, you know, and sometimes I'll go outside or I'll take my dog for a walk or a hula hoop or I'll, you mm-hmm. know, I know from, you know, different trainings I've done, you know, looking up, raising your arms up, looking up, singing, yes. you know, that can all change your state. Mm-hmm. But don't don't you think, Janine, that right now especially, I think it's always been true, but right now especially, whatever you're feeling, see, good, bad, ugly, it, it it's still, it's your feeling. And right. it's really important to listen to it. Why are you feeling sad? I woke up crying one morning, oh gosh, you know, I think it was in March. I'm going, what's the matter, honey? Why are you crying? And I found out that in the night, my soul had traveled over to Italy. And that was when Italy was really, you know, the hot spot for the Mm -hmm. pandemic. And it was horrible. Well, you know, my ancestors are from Italy. So Mm. that had a personal meaning to me to do that. And I was crying because it was sad. I mean, hey, crying's not bad. Being sad's not bad. Even being grumpy and not wanting to talk to another single human or uh-huh. something like that. Mm-hmm. You, you might not want to stay in it and marinate in it, you know, but having it be there probably has, it has a reason to be there, a significance. 
But especially the more that I, at least this is what the beings talk to me about all the time, because I don't like feeling grumpy, but Mm -hmm. I noticed that it happens or sad or blah, blah, all those things left out or, you know, negative. But the beings just keep reminding me, look, we're here during this time frame in existence to help balance and heal the emotional body of ourselves, our families, our communities, and actually of the whole planet. That's part of what we're doing here as a, as a unit, you know, as a, um, a group. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it, when they talk about paying attention and listening, they mean to the good, the bad, and the ugly. We have to face, you know, what's in there. We have to face what's possible and give it an opportunity to raise up, to change into something else. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it might be for five minutes, you let yourself go ahead and feel as yucky as you're going to feel. And and then you shift it or raise your arms or go sing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But take a minute to say, okay, I hear you. You're in there. I feel it. Uh, it's not how I prefer to feel. You expressed. I appreciate you expressing. And thank you, thank you. Whatever your purpose is, I surrender it to God or something like that. Mm-hmm. Find whatever ritual works for you, but pay attention to it. I guess that's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's pay attention. Don't just push it away. That's right. Uh, a lot of people who call me, they go, oh, okay, you know, I've been diagnosed with breast cancer. I just want it to go away. And and in truth, see, everything, everything has a meaning. It has a purpose. You know, what if you're all alone and there's a, a doctor out there who's the love of your life and you don't have any way to meet him and then you have to go for an x-ray and then you meet him? I'm just giving that yep, as an example, yep. mm-hmm. not saying, you know, you don't need to get cancer in order to meet the love of your life. But I'm just saying, what if? I'm just giving an example. The way the universe works, there's so many people out there and so many needs, so many promises, so many choices, mm-hmm. and assisting everybody in getting to where they need to be at any given moment to fulfill their destiny. Wow, the universe has to be really flexible. And creative, yeah. (laughs) And creative and whatever. So it's a good idea to listen, isn't it? That makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, what else, my darling girl? Well, I think this is probably a good time to wrap up. This has been wonderful, Carol. I'm, I'm so glad that we've reconnected. I think that the listeners will get a lot out of this and... I hope so. I hope so. I know it's your mission to be a ray of light and to help people through whatever difficult times they're having and and uh, and help people connect with the beings um, who are in their light body. Their essence, you know, and it's our birthright to know that we're spiritual as well as human. It's our birthright. And to feel that connection and, and trust it and have faith in it and get the get the goodies mm-hmm. of, of being connected, being a soul down in a body. And and to truly feel how valuable we each each one of us really is. What we're doing here is is valuable and important. 
Mm-hmm. So I hope that is the message that comes through today, sending love and blessings and healing and joy and purpose, whether you're having a positive experience right now or a negative one, you're, you're valuable. So thank you so much for having me on and caring, sweetie. Oh, thank you, Carol. I really appreciate it. And just for everyone, once again, the thegoddesstree.net if you want to connect with Carol May, that is the best way to do it is through her website, Mm -hmm. thegoddesstree.net. And you can also um, just text me, you know, am I allowed to give a phone number? Sure, if you want. Yeah, 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 just text me. I I don't always answer the phone if I don't recognize (laughs) the number. Well, please text me, area code 904-697-7744. Four. That's a good way to set up sessions, uh, get on the mailing list, uh, participate in classes or meditations I'm doing. I even buy a copy of the book. It's usually 11. You can get it for 10 if you contact me that way. And I'll send you a um, uh, an autographed copy, even. Awesome. <laughs> if like. So if you're driving and you're listening to this and you can't write this down, I will have Carol's phone number to text her um, on the podcast website. There you go. That's right. That's right. Along yes. with the link to your website, there'll be a link that people can just click on to get right to it. Good. Good. Okay. Very good. Awesome. Thank you. This has been wonderful, Carol. You take care. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Carol May, for sharing your gifts and the work that you do with us. I really appreciate it. You are definitely a voice for the light. Uh, the podcast website is realjanine.com, where you can listen or download episodes and click on links to my guest information. And remember, once again, I have to say this every time, J-A-N-E-A-N is how you spell my name. To subscribe to Keeping It Real with Janine, go to your favorite podcast provider and check out my podcast YouTube channel if you prefer video slideshows. Do you know someone who would benefit from my conversation with Carol May? Please share with your family and friends. I'm sure that they will enjoy this conversation. Thanks for listening. Take care and be well. Be well.